Hey out there in podcast land, welcome back to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Once again, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. So we're continuing to look at Psalms 23, verse by verse. So today we're going to dive into verse 3 of Psalms 23. New American Standard Version reads, He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Here we have two statements or declarations, if you will, made by David. The first is that God restores. And second, that he will guide us toward righteousness. But we're going to start with restore. What does that word mean? Well, of course, I looked it up and the definition Um, that I was given. It's kind of three. One, it's a give back and return. Actually, four. Two, it could be to put or bring back into existence or use. Three, to bring back or put back into a former or original state. Almost like renewing, I think. And four, to put again in possession of something making new. And in looking at all of these definitions, to me, they are consistent with something um, was has been used at, not in its original design or something that was either taken away and now is going to be brought back. Now, in relationships to relationship to us, what could God possibly need to restore in you and I? Of course, this is a trick question (laughs) because the reality is God needs to restore everything within us, doesn't he? Everything. You and I are his original creations. Yet when our foremother and forefather, even Adam, sinned, it set in motion a course that was and continues to stray away from God's original plan for our lives, both collectively as well as individually. We were designed, created for direct fellowship with God. Is that not um, what we read when we go to Genesis, the third chapter, verses eight through nine? Um, This is after they had sinned against God. And in verse eight, it starts with God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. (laughs) And I so love that verse. It, It just paints a picture of tranquility for me. God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And I so want to walk with God in the cool of the day. Yet I'm here in Florida, so there's nothing cool about that. So we'll get to me walking in the coolness of the day with the Lord, I guess, in the by and by, because that ain't happening here in hot Florida. (laughs) But notice, God is walking in the garden, a garden that he created for fellowship with his created He calls out to them, Adam, where are you? Because they're not out and about as they usually are. And then the dialogue begins between he and them. That was the original design. It was for fellowship with God, for us going about our roles as managers of his garden. Adam was given specific instructions and Eve was to support him in those instructions. So now 
Sin has been ushered into the world and there's chaos and we are separated from God. The fellowship that he created for us to be with him in the coolness of the day is broken as a result of sin. The restoring is to bring us back to being able to have direct access to him, i.e. fellowship. But how is that restoration done? Oh, scholar out there, because you know this is a trick question. It's Jesus, right? He's our restorer. By his death and resurrection, that established the bridge that allows us to go back to the original intent of fellowship with God. God himself created a way to bring us back to him through himself. He restores us to himself for fellowship, which leads to the second declaration that Paul um, says that once we are restored, we can then be guided toward walking with him, metaphorically to walk with him in the cool of the day, to start along the path of right thinking, right actions, right behavior. In other words, a life that honors God. And I want you to notice the last system, uh, the last sentence, because why we do this, it, 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 it's all because of God. He does it for his namesake. He does it for his own glory. He wanted fellowship with us. He created us. And he knew that we would rebel. And then he created a way for us to come back to him. No one else could do it but him. And he deserves the glory. Recall what I said throughout our first season together, that our lives are to bring honor and glory to the Lord. Everything is done for his namesake which is to bring our focus back to who he is. Some of the names of God in the Hebrew are Elohim, which is God the Creator, or El Elyon, God Most High, or El Shaddai, God Almighty. He deserves the honor and the glory. Perhaps, dear one, this season of caregiving, you may be asked or being asked to restore broken relationship hmm. or to renew an old and stagnant relationship. You know how you start off as friends and you promise to stay in touch or family members and then just time and distance and life and you find yourself, you know, you haven't spoken to them in a while. The Holy Spirit may be prompting you to reach out to that person. It doesn't necessarily have to be the loved one that you're caring for that you are being prompted to restore a relationship. But if the Holy Spirit is prompting you to do that, be obedient. Because no matter what this season of caregiving is going to bring you, know that God is going to see you through. And know that even in your season of caregiving, it should bring honor and glory to the one that you call Master. Let's pray. Oh, Elohim, El Shaddai, our God most high, we come and we thank you for being God, for being a God that wants relationship and fellowship with us, so much so that you establish a way to bring us back to you, to make us holy, specifically created for you, allowing us to be partners with you and allowing you to use our little lives 
to further bring honor and glory to you. Thank you for not leaving us out here all on, a, on our own, without protection, without love, without provision. We thank you for your righteousness and for your faithfulness to your word, which you extend to us, your faithfulness in loving us, which you manifested in our Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for being a good God, a God who thinks of everything and forgives us when we stray, for knowing that we're going to stray and forgiving us anyway. Thank you for that kind of love that you shed upon us. Thank you for being a God that we can't fully define nor understand, but you invite us to trust you, and we do this day, dear Father. Help the caregivers who are out there. You know I know that it can be a heavy load to carry, but it's not heavy when we place it in your arms. It's not heavy when we recognize that you are carrying us through. It's not heavy when we realize that even in this season of caregiving, you can get the glory and that we can grow closer to you in this season, closer to you, closer to our loved ones, and a better understanding of who we are. For it is in this season of caregiving that you may stretch us beyond what we thought mentally, emotionally, and maybe physically possible. But then when it's over, we see that you have created us to do mighty things. Forgive us for limiting our thoughts of who we think we are and for our limited thoughts in who we think you are. For you are a God that we can never, ever put in a box. Forgive us of our sins of selfishness, Father, and pride, and for conditional love that we may place upon our family members and friends. Help us to walk in the fruit of the Spirit that we learned about last season. And help us to realize that you are our shepherd and that in this season of caregiving, you have asked us to shepherd the loved one that you've placed in our care. We pray for the loved ones who are being cared for. Help them to feel your love and your freedom and your grace and your mercy each and every day. Help them through the pain if they're experiencing it, through the disappointment, through the hurt, through the sadness. We love you, but more importantly, you love us. And so we lift up our concerns to you, knowing that you care for us. Place your hedge of protection around each and every person who's listening today. We love you. It is in Jesus' name, our Christ, we pray. Amen. All right, dear ones, go and make it a great day and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.